0: Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about my most recent blog, How to Get Out of Your Mind and Into Success. Now this blog is going to be closely linked to helping people with procrastination. If you are someone who has procrastinated at some point in your life, maybe if you procrastinate to this day, this blog is going to be giving you five tricks today that we're going to be talking about. But before I get into the blog, I do want to give a little bit of backstory to why I wrote the blog. Because it is important that even understanding you have a good, strong mindset, even if you have good, strong systems in your life, there may be times when you have to combat a weaker mind. So I love going on the treadmill and I love doing exercise that is going to challenge my mind saying, stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, listen, buddy, I'm not stopping. You could say stop all you want, but I'm going to keep on going. That can be a bit extreme to some people, but that is just my mindset your mindset can be, oh, you have to be full of compassion. Take it easy. Think about it. So you do have to understand what do you need to do. Maybe you're trying to avoid burnout. Maybe that's not self-compassion, but self-awareness. I would rather you not be burned out than burn out. And then you have to do Lord knows how much work. So it's important that you avoid burnout. You don't let it happen. But yet sometimes we're not even on the brink of burnout. We're not on the brink of Losing our mind or going crazy, or we might not even have a heap of stress or anxiety on our body. Guess what? We need to learn how to take action during those times. And sometimes you don't have to take action readily. For example, if you're in college, maybe you have a paper due in two weeks. Well, mindset is good to say we have two weeks to get it done. I can get it done early or I can get it done later. Typically, people are going to procrastinate until the fear of not doing it is greater than the fear of doing it. But it's the same concept if I am trying to get the paper done early so I don't have to worry about it later. So there's going to be different things in your life that you can handle today so you don't have to worry about them, that they're not problems. For example, meal prep, auto pay on your bills. I mean, we can go down the list. What we need to focus on is how can we be the best version of ourselves at almost any given time of the day? And we get to make a choice do I want to kick back and relax? or do I want to dig deep and get the work done? We get to make that choice, but we do have to maybe understand that there could be a trick to the trade and how to get our mind to act in the most proper way. So let's take a look at that blog right now and then learn those five tricks. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share the video and our audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals who are looking to excel in their life. Now, getting into the blog We are going to just go into the five tricks. I believe that's going to be the best option for the podcast. I encourage everyone still to read the blog. It does give the backstory to why the blog is written. We're going to go into detail into the tricks. Today, we're just going to be talking about the tricks and then kind of giving you an understanding of them. But again, this is going to give you different examples, so it might be more related to your life. And then it can be a little bit more simple. If you see the tricks in front of you, sometimes people are being told something, maybe they're not effective at auditory listening, but they take it in and they go, okay, cool, I'm going to write it down. So you write it down and then you get it. The reason why I have these blogs here is because it's already written down for you. The only thing you have to do is like if you're driving and you're listening to the podcast, oh, let me check out revenconcepts.com backslash blogs a little bit later. Let me see this blog and that's what you do, then you can see it, you can read it. Everyone knows that if you read something, there's a higher probability that you're going to remember it than if you're just told it. Think of if you're like telling yourself something that, oh, you know, I'm going to get something at the grocery store. Maybe you get to the grocery store. What did I need? That's why grocery list is so important. This can be that grocery list. This is basically saying what you need to get, what you need to do. So this is always going to be there, revenueconcepts.com. Again, You want to have a resource, a place where you can keep all your personal development stuff. It could be on your phones and your notes. It could be in a journal that you have. It could be on the website here that we have for you, and you can check out all the great personal development stuff we have. Let's get into those five tricks, and then we're going to have a discussion on them. The first trick is to change your environment. This is going to be, again, it might seem common sense, but I will be talking about why it is so important to change your environment. Trick number 2 we're going to be saying getting around people. You might be thinking why are these tricks so related? And most of the tricks are going to be related to one or the other. But the second trick is getting around people. So it doesn't matter what type of person as long as you get around people. Different people than what you are around, maybe you're just by yourself, maybe with your family. If you get around different people, your mind starts to think differently. It just happens. Trick number three is going to be using a tool that I love, journaling, writing stuff down. That right there is going to be trick number three. We're going to be talking about it in just a moment, so bear with me. Trick number four is going to be involving physical activity. It doesn't have to be going to the gym, people. It could be walking around. It could be getting up. It can be doing some squats or some push-ups or whatever. Physical activities to some degree. The final trick is going to be connecting with others. This is going to be again related to trick number one. However, all the tricks are a little bit different. I talk about it in the blog. I am going to be breaking it down a little bit differently on the podcast to make it more palatable. This right here is going to be giving you more detail into the tricks and then why is that mindset because it is important to understand why this trick is effective versus what is an example of the trick. I'm going to be breaking down those tricks right now, so stay with me. So, looking back at the day when I was having all these problems. It was just like, I got to do this edit. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I'm just thinking, Jesus, my plate is full. I wasn't burnt out. I wasn't anything. I wasn't even really procrastinating. It was just that I was stuck in a loop. It was almost like in a relationship. I talked about the crazy cycle before on the podcast, but basically, for some reason, a relationship where you just hit the crazy cycle. Someone does something in the relationship that irks the other person, and the other person's upset, and now you're in a crazy cycle. You have to learn how to get out of that crazy cycle, otherwise you're not going to be in a successful relationship long term. What I will say, this is not so much of a crazy cycle, it's almost like a complacency cycle. It's almost like a cycle that you just fall into by accident because you're just so used to it. This is going to be almost related. To if you're scrolling on your phone, right? It's called deaf scrolling. If you are on your phone, you're going, boom, boom, boom. I'm scrolling through my phone. You're going through TikTok. You're going through Facebook. You're going through Instagram, photos, pictures, reels, whatever, shorts. That right there is going to be maybe hours of you doing something. And then you might say, hey, I just spent all this time doing this and I got nothing done and I got stuff to do. The dog is waiting to go outside. My kids are tearing up the house. I need to take them to the park so they can get rid of some of this energy. I need to start to take more action, but yet here I am not taking the action. I'm literally just doing nothing. Your brain is still going. You're not in a sense of anxiety or stress yet. You're just literally not moving. You're just like jello. All right. You're just a potato. You're, you're, you're not doing anything, but there is a way around it. And these five tricks are going to be helping you understand that. So when we get into trick number one, I want you to change your environment, people. If you are in your house and you are stuck, right, and you're just on your phone and you're just scrolling, or maybe you're thinking about what to eat, which was my issue that day. I was like, what do I eat? I want to eat something healthy, but do I go out and get a salad? Do I go out shopping, grocery shopping, and buy the food to make a salad? I have to get the chicken too. And then I'm like, oh, this is a lot of work in my head. And I'm thinking about all the scenarios because it is easier to go out, get some food, Bring it home and to get back to work. I was like, how can I get some healthy food? But then I was thinking, what type of food do I want? Do I want like a sandwich type of thing? Do I want like a bowl type of thing? What type of foods do I want to eat or flavors? Mediterranean, Spanish, Indian. I'm thinking about all of this and I still didn't get any food in my belly. The only thing I'm saying in trick number one is to change your environment. So if you are in your house and you're stuck. Literally, go outside, you know, just be in your yard, maybe go into your car, drive to the park, drive somewhere. You don't have to do anything, but just move. If you stay in your situation, it's almost like depression. Depression is so hard to get out of because people don't want to take action. People do not want to move. So they'll stay in their bed, they'll stay in their house, they'll stay wherever that feeling of depression just gets heavier, 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 because you keep thinking about it. You're not taking any action. And the small action I'm telling you to take in trick number one is just to change your environment. Move from one place to another. You're going to find, if you move someplace and you go back to your initial environment, you might have some of that same negative energy on you, because that's just the environment that you have created. What I will say is, if you need to do some work, for example, in college, If I was ever at my house and I didn't want to do the work, guess where I went? I went to Starbucks. I didn't like coffee or anything. I got hot chocolate. I got a tea. I surrounded myself with people who were on their laptops working. I have no choice but to work. I could easily go to the library, the school library, the public library. It doesn't necessarily matter which library I go to, but what I will say is I still change my environment. I didn't go back to my house after I got my food because I would have been in the same procrastinating state and I would have did something different and more negative. For example, maybe I got home after eating, I got my food, and I said, you know, I got my food and then guess what? Now I'm gonna go on my phone for an hour and now I waste an hour on my phone. Unless you have extreme discipline, don't go back to the environment that you were in that you had to get out of. If you were able to get out of that environment And you can put yourself back in and you can trust yourself to not do the negative things that you're trying to avoid. So you can do the more positive things, build a business, do something fun. I don't know, find a date, whatever it be. You are going to do that after you do the initial thing of changing your environment. The second trick is going to be getting around people. This doesn't have to be anyone you like, anyone you know. So when I went out on this day, I went to the grocery store. I just wanted to get a couple things to come home and to eat. So what I did was I said, let me figure out what I want to eat. I went there. I made sure I talked to a worker over there. My wife and my son were on vacation. So I was literally home by myself. And the only people I had to speak with were my clients and maybe my family through text. But I was like, let me go talk to another human because I'm literally just in the house working, 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 working. I said I need to make a change. Went out, started talking to some people. Did my thing, got my groceries, came back home. I was energized. I was ready to go. I cooked. I was ready. Got into the office. Got my work done. It was almost like I just wasted all that time thinking about what I wanted to do earlier. But the moment I changed my environment, the moment I started talking to people, my whole mindset shifted. So there are tricks to the trade that you have to know people when we are trying to get our mindset on track. Then we get into trick number three, and this is going to be something that helps you pinpoint exactly what you want to do. For example, I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to eat that day. That caused me to get into a spiral of not taking action, wasted an hour of my life. But I also learned in that hour because what I go through is very similar to what other people go through, I'm sure. And so when I go through something, Whether it be just a mindset issue, a hiccup in my life, could be a relationship issue, a family issue, I will talk about it because I understand that there are going to be people in the world that are going through the same thing. And if I can live it and I can share my wisdom with you, you're going to be in a better place if it ever comes in front of you. You know how to handle it. So trick number three is going to be giving you the idea of journaling. But journaling is not so much of writing down a diary. I don't want you to think of journaling as, oh, great, I have to sit down with my emotions and my mind and my thoughts and write them all down. This is not that. If you are already in a healthy state of mind, if you're just trying to find what you need to do next, you just need a little bit of action, a little bit of directive. If you go ahead and you change your environment first, if you get around people, that could be an effective action. It could be all you need. Trick number three is talking about if you didn't maybe do the first two yet. Now you're saying, okay, let me write down a list of things that I may want to do. Because what I was going through was I was going on a loop of the things that I have been doing and thinking about again and again and again. I was weighing things I thought about five minutes ago with things that I thought about 10 minutes ago. So it's just like, what am I doing? I'm, t- I'm going in reverse here. I'm just thinking about things that I already thought about. However. If I write something down, or if you write something down, you're going to find that now the paper has the problem. Now it has what you're looking at. For example, let's say you want some food, okay? If you want some food, what are some food options you can have, right? You can have fast food, maybe McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, right? Whatever. Then you can say, maybe you want a healthy option. You go to the grocery store, you make some food. What can you make, right? Maybe you you only know how to make scrambled eggs. So scrambled eggs. Maybe you don't have any exit house, right? So you have to go to the grocery store. Maybe you need some cheese. Maybe you need some bread. Who knows? There are many options that you can look at for food, okay? Maybe you can be even more specific. I want a sandwich, you know, sandwiches. What type of sandwiches? You want like a Subway sandwich? Do you want like a gourmet sandwich from a nice restaurant? You go down it. Then you can get into the types of meat you want. Do you want chicken? Do you want pork? Do you want beef? All of those can be options too that you put on the paper. Then you can say, what type of style of food do you want? Do you want Italian? Do you want Spanish? Do you want some type of ethnic cuisine? Indian? Guess what? Write it down on the paper. And then what you do is you go down the list and you're trying to figure out what you get, right? You say, mm, I don't really want Italian. So you cross Italian off. Maybe you say, I don't really want eggs. I had the eggs yesterday. Cross it off. Maybe you don't want to have some type of spicy food. So you say, I don't want Indian. So you take Indian off. What are your options next? Because if you don't get rid of the options, you're going to keep thinking about the options. So it is best to write them down, get them out of your mind and on the piece of paper so you can see clearly what you need to do. Then we get into trick number four. Trick number four is going to be some type of physical activity. This was literally me just walking around the store it could be going to the gym, it could be going for a run, it could be doing some push-ups or some sit-ups in your home, doing some level of physical activity. Once you get your heart pumping, the blood is flowing, you're getting more blood to the brain, your brain is able to think more clearly. But yet many people, when they get into this state, the last thing on their mind is to be physical. They're trying to say, let me conserve my energy until I figure out what I want to do, when in reality, you're just wasting time. So you're better off, being physical, getting up, doing some pushups, some jumping jacks, whatever, dancing in your house, and then saying, okay, cool. Let me make a list. Let me leave the environment. Let me go talk to some people. And then from there, you get to choose. Am I more excited because I did this? And I remember many stories, especially like when I was in college, one time I was in college and I was planning on staying home all day. I think I had just finished all my homework, all my papers, And I was like, excellent, I am done. There's nothing for me to do. I'm just going to hang out, stay home, and just relax. I get a text from a friend saying, hey, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. And they were like, do you wanna go? And I'm like, I'm thinking about my pleasurable evening and I'm over here like, wait, I can go out with friends. I can go have fun. That's what I did. And I will say, I had more fun doing that than staying home and just taking it easy. Yes, it was on my agenda to do that. It was already planned out, get all the work done, take it easy for the rest of the day. But when I got the text from my friend, I was like, I can get into trick number five, the final trick, and that's going to be connecting with others. You might think that connecting with others is the same as trick number two, getting around people. But what I would say is that there's a difference between getting around people you enjoy and getting around people you don't enjoy, okay? This is going to be like your drainers and then your energizers. People who drain you take away from you. So for example, think of maybe an event. If you have a partner, you have to go to their holiday party, it could be maybe a draining experience, especially if you don't like the people, you don't like the environment, you don't like the workflow. I mean, there could be many aspects to why you don't feel energized when you're around these people. They're not your people. They're your spouse's people, okay? Or your partner's people. So you don't necessarily have to be energized by them, but there is a possibility that you can be energized by them. But maybe you're more energized by being around your friends. You are going to find people who energize you rather than detract from you. Now, when I went shopping to HB and I was talking to people, I was connecting with people like that, it wasn't so much of I'm building a relationship with this person. I was just around other people. Think of it in the sense of if you're walking alone at nighttime, just by yourself, you hear a noise, oh man, you know, scary noise, what is that? What do you do? You fear, oh, I'm by myself, I'm alone, but yet, if you're with a group of people, you hear that same noise, what was that? I don't know, but I'm going to keep on moving, cool, you're a little bit braver, that fear might still be there, but it's different. You have a connectiveness with the people that you're with versus people in just the same proximity. So when you go to a grocery store, for example, you are in the proximity of everybody, but you might not be in the same wavelength. So that's why you have friends. That's why you hang out with friends. You don't just hang out with random groups of people. Maybe you do. Maybe you enjoy that. You get a kick out of it. But most people, they're going to hang around their friends before they hang around just strangers. So all in all, how to get out of your mind and into success is going to be a great read for anyone who is looking to optimize their daily potential. If you have found that you follow the day and you get hiccups in your day, like you just get stuck. It's almost like your battery's dead, but it's not dead. It's just that you forgot to put the key in the ignition and you don't know how to start the car. It's almost like you know that you can do something, but you don't do it because you fear what it's going to bring. Maybe it brings in success. Maybe it brings in pain. And if you are already in the sense of okayedness, it's not really a word, but okayedness, you are going to stay being okay. You're not going to say, let me excel. You're going to say, let me just maintain. But these tricks right here, the first trick is going to be, again, changing your environment. Second trick is going to be getting around people. Trick number three is going to be about journaling, getting things down on paper, crossing things off, and then narrowing down what you truly want to do. Trick number four is going to be some type of physical activity. It could be walking around, simple as push-ups, sit-ups, things along those lines. And then the final trick is going to be connecting with people who energize you, not detract from you. Those five tricks are going to be essential if you are ever stuck. Maybe you're trying to figure out what you need to do. Fellas, you probably understand this so well when you're asking your partner, your lady friend, you're saying, hey, what do you want to eat? "Uh, You know, I don't know. Well, if you don't know what you want to eat, I'll say some options. Do you want Taco Bell? No, I don't want Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Do you want Mexican? No, I had Mexican yesterday. So you're better off just jotting things down, crossing them off. And then once the list is done, you have a good understanding. Well, we have a couple of options here. Now, there's going to be some other ways you can do that without just journaling everything down. It is important that you understand the aspect of you can write things down. And then from there, you can have a plan of action. Step number four, as I said, is going to be doing some physical activity. Getting your body moving is going to be the best way to get your mind moving. If your mind is just stuck sometimes, you have to give it a jump start. The best way to give it a jump start is physical activity. Get your heart pumping. Get that blood flowing in you. Again, it doesn't have to be extensive. I'm not saying go run a mile. Just walk, sit-ups, push-ups, something easy, jumping jacks, a squat, right? It doesn't have to be even the best squat. Just do something random, maybe. Maybe you're just walking and you're just like, oh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Squat time. I'm push-up time. I sit up, right? It it seems so random, but it's effective. Now, I'm not saying to do something that's going to hurt yourself because then you're going to be out of commission truly. So don't do anything that's over your limit right now. So if you can't do sit-ups, don't do sit-ups, please. If you can't do jumping jack, don't do jumping jack. And if you can't do a physical activity, move to a different location, okay? And then that right there can be that physical activity that you did, right? Just literally moving yourself from one place to another, even if it is with assistance. So if you need some assistance, someone moves you from one place to the next, it can be your physical activity. If you are unable to move for some crazy reason because of some ailment, some tragic accident, there are people who can't, right? People who are paralyzed. I understand that. But then there's going to be aspects to moving people because if you know anything about staying still, your body doesn't do that well. The body's always in constant vibration. If you're not vibrating, you're dead. So we want to keep that vibration going, people, okay? We want to keep that good vibration going. And then we get into trick number five. As I said, connecting with people who energize you, not detract from you, or de-energize you, whatever you want to consider it, whatever you want to call it. What I will say is you want to get around the good people, people that you admire, people that you trust, people that you can laugh with, have fun with, not just a random type of thing. So for example, when I go to networking events and things along those lines, I don't really know these people. I might connect with people, but I'm not truly connecting with them. I'm just around people. But for the majority of people, it's just going to be whatever is at the moment, whatever is their flavor, whatever is their type of personality. Because maybe you can be extremely extroverted and you just can make friends like this and you can fall in love like that. And it's very easy for you to do that. But then you can have your introverts and it's really hard for them to connect with people. So it's hard for me to say it's going to take a week, it's going to take a year. You get to decide what type of person you are, how quick you connect with people, and then ask yourself, is that working for you? Because you might be connecting with the wrong people, so you learn, maybe I shouldn't be trusting people in a week. Maybe you have to wait a month or a year, whatever it is. You get to decide that for yourself. If you need help, revanconcepts.com. we can definitely look at your personality, what type of people you should be surrounding yourself with. This is something that many people don't even realize is a thing. They just kind of stay with their circumstance. Oh, I grew up in this town. These are the people I grew up with. These are the people I need to stay around. Nothing wrong with community, but at the same time, you might have a different mindset or a different wavelength, brain pattern, brain process that is different than the people that are around you. Do you stay with the people who are not going to elevate you? I hope not, but there's going to be people who do, and they just chalk it up to circumstances. This is just where I was born. This is just the life I fell into. But yet, we can get out of those situations. If you are in a situation where you're not truly satisfied with life, if you're trying to make a change to any degree, again, read this blog. It's going to be helping you get out of your mind and into a more successful state. It might not be immediate, but it will be gradual, 100% guaranteed. If you are following these tricks that I'm giving, you're going to find that you're being more proactive, that you're feeling better. Even if you have a hiccup along the way, stay true to this. Sometimes that journey can be difficult if you do it alone. I encourage everyone, check us out at ReverendConcepts.com to get yourself some coaching. Find some accountability in your life if you're trying to make a true change. Don't let those obstacles stop you from your success, from your happiness, and from finding true fulfillment in life. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, email me, gmail.com and I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone take care.